there is a fifth dimension, beyond that which is known to man. It is a dimension as vast as space and as timeless as infinity. It is the middle ground between light and shadow, between science and superstition, and it lies between the pit of man's joys and the summit of his knowledge. This is the dimension of imagination. It is in an area called the Fork and Spoon Podcast. We're back for episode two of the Fork and Spoon podcast. Absolutely. What a week it's been. It's been a good week. Yeah, we've had some really positive um, feedback. wonderful, wonderful. You guys are loving it and we are loving you. We had a little message from Alexia McIntosh from Six. We did. The Queen herself. Absolutely. Anne of Cleves, I believe she is. Yep. Perfect. Yeah, a very nice message. She's very supportive of us. Um, yeah, so brilliant. brilliant. What have we got coming up, Estelle? What haven't we got coming up? We've got <laughs> we've got reviews left, right, and centre. Absolutely. We've got the best of the bunch. Estelle tells is back. Estelle tells. For more information. We've got Keith Geek Chic. Geek Chic. Absolutely. Have we got um, some indescribables in a hat? Absolutely. <laughs> Shutting a hat Shut is coming back. Hat. We had a vote. It was popular. It was, it's, back. it's back. It is back. Excellent. Just and some a very, lot more. Absolutely. Some correspondence from people we've who have absolutely loved last week's podcast. Some people have been bursting out laughing inexplicably on tube trains. Yes. Which is not always a good idea. I, I mean, think. I was just thinking <laughs> yeah. about it. I was. I know, but isn't it really weird when someone opposite like opposite you is reading a book or listening to something and they just go <laughs> yeah no i feel like reading a book is the the most the worst place because you've literally got nothing else you are you haven't got headphones in there's nothing else going on everybody knows you you're just a nerd and you think that that line you just read is very funny yeah absolutely but i think tube behavior is a whole different category of behavior in itself like and yes, someone may be bursting out laughing, but you've also got the marching band coming down with their little like portable piano and xylophone, and then you've got people sitting there making out. It's just, it's just a different population. <laughs> That's usually itself. on the night tube. Yeah, true. And then you've got me when I'm really drunk, getting trying to get everyone to sing "Sweet Caroline." <laughs> like, it really. So let me tell you a story about um, that happened to me quite recently on the tube, actually. So I was sitting on the tube and I was on my way home from work. So it was probably about 11 o'clock. And this man came on the tube. Now there were plenty of seats around so he could have Mm -hmm. sat down. But he sort of just stood like with his back to me in front of me. And I was reading so I sort of glanced up and was like, oh, there's someone standing in front of me. So I carried on reading. And then he started to, I can only describe it as twerking. Like right there in my face. How old was he? He was probably like in his late thirties, maybe. But he was like literally going like, uh, 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 oh, uh, no. Uh, uh, like was that? Was he listening to music? No. That's odd. But <laughs> that's odd. This is London we're talking about. True. So um, yeah, I didn't know what to do, and then everybody on the tube was looking at me, oh. seeing how I'd re- I would react. But obviously, I didn't realise for about ten seconds because oh. I was still reading. Yeah. So I looked up and I just like you looked just up thought at it him. was the, the jiggle <laughs> tube itself. I thought it was jiggling around, yeah. but um, I didn't know what to do. So I thought I, I'd internalise this, but I did actually externalise it too. I just said. Your label's hanging out. Oh, well done. That's very good. That's very good. I dread but, to think what he'd do if there was any turbulence on a plane. I know, right? He'd probably death drop it down to the having to land. I know. Oh I, wouldn't, I mean, I think that would be an emergency landing if someone got up and started twerking to you on like probably, a Boeing 747. Probably. It could be seen as suspicious behaviour. Um, I've got loads of reviews coming up with me. Um, I've got Keith Geek Chic, as we said, and obviously I got Estelle to watch something this week, you and did. we're going to have a review of that. Well, yeah. So we're going to be coming up very soon. Stay tuned to the Fork and Spoon podcast. <laughs> 
welcome back. Welcome back. It's the Fork and Spoon Podcast. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Don't forget to like us on Instagram, Facebook and... Twitter. Absolutely. We are Twitter and Instagram and Facebook have been inundated oh, with we support. Oh, we have. We have. I We've think got... it's just because of how, how I sing it. <laughs> really? Without me, Keith, it's the Twitter nothing. that's getting everybody that's in. That's the only vocal warm up I need ever. <laughs> Lovely. So we've got a lot of film reviews to get through, um, and please feel free to, if you've seen any of these, Estelle, get involved. I Tell will. me what you think. Even if I haven't, Keith, I'm just going to make it. Although up. some of them are quite scary. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, some of them are quite scary movies, oh, so I'm God. not quite sure whether you would have seen them. I because... might not even be able to listen. I oh, might right. have to put my earplugs in. Earplugs. Oh, no. <laughs> earplugs. Earplug. I have to watch some Peppa Pig. Oh, oh bless. <laughs> Although I find that quite disturbing. Oh, well, that's just your problem, I think. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so starting off with um, Fighting With Your Family. It's a film about wrestling. Are you a wrestler? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Can you not tell? Have you ever wrestled anyone? Only the fridge door when I come in drunk trying to get into it. <laughs> yeah, so Fight With Your Family is a new film written by Stephen Merchant. It's a true I story. love Stephen Merchant. He's amazing. So oh he's written God. and directed this movie. It's about a girl from Norwich. It's a true story. Who um, gets to go to America and try out for uh, wrestling, like WWE yeah. wrestling. Um, it's about her journey from starting off very... You know, in very small venues in Norwich and then getting chosen to go to America. Mm-hmm. And it's about her journey and it's very good. And it also stars, as well as Stephen Merchant is in the film playing God. a dad, but it also stars Dwayne Johnson, uh, The Rock, who produced I've the film. I've seen the advert. Yes. And I really liked it. I love anything he's in. He's incredible in the film. And the fact that he was in the UK filming something and he was just flicking through, like you know, on the remote and got to Channel 4 and the documentary called Fighting With My Family oh. was on and he watched the true life documentary and went, mm. I want to make a movie out of this. And here we are. I just had the image of The Rock in a Premier Inn. Yes. Or Holiday Inn or any other establishment yeah. where you can Anywhere stay. Anywhere with a bed and breakfast, you Absolutely. Know? They're all good. <laughs> Anywhere with a breakfast buffet. Yeah. Um, and it just flicking through the channels and getting to Channel 4 and going, so it's interesting. This looks interesting. I don't think he's a BBC4 kind of guy. BBC Four is what I put on to go to sleep. Oh. Yeah. Documentaries about trains and oh, folk God. bands. I know, right? So, um, Family Family, great film, really good performances. Absolutely loved the uh, character arc of the main girl. I don't want to give too much away because it's got some really nice little twists oh, in it. I'm giving Fight with Your Family eight teaspoons out of ten. What's it going to be? Eight teaspoons out. Of I ten. thought you said eight. Oh, <laughs> eight teaspoons. I was out in ten. suspense. No, eight teaspoons oh. out of ten. Sorry, I need I to use my addiction. Yeah, God. Uh, next is Fisherman's Friends. Another true story about a group of fishermen um, in Cornwall who get talent spotted because they sing folk songs. Lovely. And they get talent spotted, and then they get signed up for a million pound record deal so it's nothing to do with fish fingers no it's not fish fingers it's nothing to do with those little lozenges that help your sore throats yes which i thought it was going to be about you know the journey of how fisherman friends of arrived at a new raspberry flavor slash uh, <laughs> yeah, slash slash, <laughs> slash holes yeah um, yeah so fisherman's friends really cute very nice the only thing i thought about it was it was a little bit bbc sunday oh, afternoon i love that though it was a little bit sort of doc martin mixed with you okay know, like you know, something your nan would watch. Yeah. Your nan would love yeah. it. Um, so I'm giving it six and a half, just because That's I felt okay. like I would prefer to have watched it on a Sunday afternoon, tuck it into my Yorkshire puddings. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, next yes. is The Prodigy. Prodigy. Okay, I um, horror- about this. No, this is a horror movie. Is it new out in the cinema now? It's been out, came out last week. Um, young boy um, is possessed by a serial killer although he's not actually possessed it's almost like the soul of the serial killer goes into the young boy so it's a little bit like um you know reincarnation when the serial killer is shot dead by the police the baby is born and then the spirit goes into the baby and it's basically about a war between the boy and the serial killer's souls trying to take over um it's good it's got some typical jump scares it's very you know like it's a bit paint by numbers horror okay um there were some really good moments with the young lad though he was a really good actor um that really creeped me out so i'm giving it six out of six teaspoons out of ten ten. um very quickly what men want 
Oh. This is a sort of remake of What Women Want. Yeah. Um, I want to see this. Yeah. Now, okay. I'm really sad that you've just said that. Why? Because I thought it was pants. Oh, no. I thought it was so bad. I thought that the main performances were good. What is the moral of it? There are some scenes in it that I thought were deeply disturbing on a level of, like, sexism. Okay. Towards women and men. Yeah. That quite took me out of the story a little bit. Right. Um, It didn't pass any laugh test, really. I giggled maybe three or four times. Yeah. Um, I didn't have any belly laughs, which is, you know, disappointing. Um, The story is pretty much the same. And there is some outtakes at the end of the film which were ten times more funny than the film oh, itself. Oh, really? Absolutely. So I'm giving it four out, four teaspoons out of what, ten. What is it like in modern film? Any, what? Because I don't really know anything about it. I think I've seen the trailer. Is yeah. it like along the same lines of like Battle so it, of the Sexes? So it's like, like a, um, it's a businesswoman who's involved. She's an agent, so she signs up. Uh, football players and basketball players to come to this agency and she's overlooked for promotion. Right. And then she goes to a hen party and sees a psychic and she drinks some tea that the psychic gives her. She bangs her head. Oh, yes. And then she can hear what men think. Oh, my God. And some of that is quite funny. Yeah. But it's just... Does it aim to be funny? It really tries. Okay. Um, But some of the, the jokes in it are so far from their target... I actually found some of it quite right. offensive. Right, okay. And there were women in like in the screening that I saw that would just had their head in their hands because oh, it was really? just... It was cringeworthy. Okay, well, I'll see it and tell you what I think. Absolutely. Four teaspoons out of ten from me. Very, 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 very quickly, we've got the Doctor Who box set, season nine, 18, a classic series box set starring Tom Baker. They're releasing them now on Blu-ray. <sighs> um, absolutely loved Doctor Who when I was a kid. Watched them all. This box set was great. Some really good extras. Behind the Sofa is my favourite extra on these new box sets where they mm. get old Doctor Who stars to watch them in a goggle box sort oh, of way. Oh, I love that. Um, which is really good. Um, favourite stories of Leisure. Sorry, did you see that video of on Gogglebox? The two people in the caravan, Lee and... Oh, I can't remember her name. And he's the one that, like, wears... Like, he owns every single Primark top there is in the caravan, and he's usually got an awful tan. I love him. And he's having some crisps and this, like, dip. And she's like, Lee, you can't eat that. And he's like, what? Why? She said, that's my face mask. Oh, no. <laughs> and he's got some of it in his mouth, and he's literally just like, <laughs> was it mint flavoured? It was green. Oh, wow. It was green. It so was green. You probably I think thought it was probably mint. Thought, he probably thought it was guac. guac <laughs> yeah. I would have had a bit. So, a bit. yeah, um, box set's really good. Leisure Hive, Logopolis, great stories. Megalos is a big turd. Um, oh. But well worth it. And that brings me to my last review of the week, which is The Ring. Oh, don't. This is The Ring Collection. Uh, the Ring was released in the late 90s, revolutionised horror films all around the world, has been remade in America, starring Naomi Watts. Uh, the original Ring is an absolute masterpiece. Basic story, videotape. If you watch the videotape, a week later you die. Oh. Journalist watches it, tries to figure out where this cursed videotape comes from, and then it leads her on a huge, great big mystery to try and solve it before her time is up. So what part of it is scary? Is it the thing that kills... Right, I'm going to tell you a very quick story. Okay. okay. So when I was younger, probably early teens, I used to babysit my sister. And one night I was looking after my sister. My mum was at work and I was watching Channel 4 and Mark Commode, who is my hero and god film reviewer mm-hmm. came on and introduced the ring so i thought i'd watch it because i'd seen him introduce the exorcist a few years previously mm-hmm. um which i loved and um there's a scene at the end of the ring which i'm not going to tell you and anyone who's seen the film will know exactly what scene i'm talking about that had me so terrified that when the film ended i couldn't leave the room i couldn't even go over to the lamp to turn the lamp on oh i god. was frozen in fear. The only time that's ever happened to me before was when I watched the Blair Witch Project wearing headphones. Oh. And it scared the living crap out of me. Of Ooh. course. Oh, well, that crap's fine. That's all right. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'm giving the ring 
10 teaspoons out of 10. Wow. Because it's genius. Best so far. Absolutely. That's my reviews of the week, Absolutely. guys. Yo. Yo. So, we're going to have a quick chat about Hamilton because we did an online poll. Oh, yes. We were either going to talk about Six or Hamilton and Hamilton just got there. The Aaron Burrs have spoken. Absolutely. The Queens have been defeated this time. This time but no, we are means nothing. Absolutely. They'll be coming back fiercely yep. in weeks to come. So, I've seen Hamilton more times than it I care to admit. Yeah. Due to a reason. Mm. Um, so... Yeah, I loved Hamilton when I first saw it. I thought it was revolutionary. Excuse the pun. <laughs> I thought that the the plot, the storyline, the music, the the way it was staged, the choreography was absolutely yes. incredible. Oh, I love a revolve. Any show that I know has got a revolve in it, I'll see it many times. I saw Our Country's Good at the National Theatre about five times. I didn't really like it that much. You just love a revolve. I just love a revolve a lot. Yeah. A lot. See, when I used to be, like, coming to see Hamilton, people used to say, oh, is the Grand Circle a good place to watch the show from? I'm like, it's probably the best. Really? Because you can look directly down on the stage and see, Mm. like, the revolve. That's where I'm going to be sitting, so... Absolutely. So... Yeah, it's going to be really good. It is. If you just take the mickey out, because like I said, absolutely. Yeah, I did, yeah. It's become a bit of a catchphrase absolutely, of mine. I've had messages has. of people going, absolutely. Absolutely, Keith. He yeah. Um, so, yeah, Hamilton, talk about the music. <sighs> well, many people say to me, what's your favourite song? And as a soundtrack, it, I feel like it's one of them I've been listening to my whole life. And you know how you go through phases of you'll kind of rediscover... One of the big ones, like Satisfied or Helpless or uh, oh, just any, literally any of them. The Scarlet Sisters is definitely one of my favourites. Um, but then you'll find like a little niche one, like one of the battles or the like the cabinet ones. Oh, Guns and Ships, I think, is my favourite song. Yeah, that that's quite a few people's favourite songs. Really? Yeah, a lot. I think it's just because it's. It's the pace of it is brilliant. It's so exciting. But then, on the flip side of that, I feel like there's so many different categories because then you've got like Burn and it's quite uptown. I I could never not oh. include them in my top like five. It's quite uptown. It's heartbreaking. Oh, it is. And history has its eyes on you. I just remember the first ones I ever listened to were obviously Alexander Hamilton and History has its eyes on you. And I thought, God. It's not going to get any better than this, is it? No, that's Bam, not. there yeah, we go. next one. You've got rap, you've got tears, you've got motifs, you've got it all going on. <laughs> rap and tears. Rap and tears. That needs to go on the poster. Rap and tears. Rap and tears. Um, just a couple of shout-outs to old cast members, actually. Mm. Miriam Teakley and Rachel John, who were in the show when I saw it. Uh, Rachel John um, and Angelica. And uh, Miriam Teakley, uh, <laughs> uh, Miriam Teakley um, cover Angelica, but mm. also ensemble. Mm. Both such strong performers and such nice people in real mm. life as well. And um, I actually did work with uh, Rachel John on Legend of the Lion King at Disney. Wow! Um, and we only realised that we'd worked together when we had a conversation outside of the show, and we were like, "Oh my goodness." I know yes. you. Let's get a Nando's. Oh, um, that's lovely. So, yeah, two really, really strong performers. Staging-wise, it's the set is amazing. Again, like we were talking about Come From Away, mm. very minimal set. Yes. Lots of physical theatre. Yeah. Um, very well Lots done. of everyday pieces of set. Yeah. Like tables just like and a, a chair. Like two guys carrying a board on and then yeah. flipping it and then having it as a desk. It's just yeah. really clever. Yeah. Um, Obviously, it's probably one of the, the most well-received musicals in the last yeah. sort of 50 years, maybe. I think, like, for my musical theatre snob friends, it's their top. Yeah, like, yeah. It's, it is elite. It's unbeatable. Absolutely. I'm giving Hamilton 9 out of 10. Wow. What would you give it? Just from the music side of probably, it. Probably, oh, it's so hard because one of the music, I think, is... It's just... 
um questionable it's just <laughs> it's, no one's questioning it <laughs> yeah no but i can't say that i would give it nine or eight or seven or six or five or three to one because then where i'm thinking where are those other points coming from if we've got rap and tears what, what else <laughs> what do else we need i'm gonna have to give it a ten okay ten from estelle yeah nine from me Hamilton is playing at the moment at the Victoria Palace Theatre in Victoria. Home of Billy Elliot. Oh, not anymore. Obviously, Hamilton's there. Ex home. Ex home of Billy Elliot. He's gone to ballet school. He's all right. He's off. (laughs) He's moved off. He's going up in the world. Front of house shout out. I think it's going to have to go to a supervisor there. I'm not sure she works there anymore, but she was very helpful when I used to work. Be there. Um, Laura Foreman. Oh. What a what a gem. We love what you a gem. Lovely. That's our review of Hamilton, guys. Oh, hang on. What have you done now? I've just knocked something in this. You've knocked this, something. This computer thing. I think it's on. someone trying to communicate with this key. What's it saying? It's a, <laughs> it's, it's a little baseball and an eagle. <laughs> we can only you can only be one. There's no in between. You I'm gonna to be. Do you want to be a bird of prey or a piece of a sport apparatus? I want to be a sport apparatus. Okay, we'll do. A, I didn't think you were gonna go for that. I'm too meek to be a bird of prey. Oh yeah, no. I can <laughs> definitely see you building a little nest. Oh wow! I feel like I'm in a little I nest like now. Me too. I feel like you're quite resourceful. You'd be a good bird. I'd be an awful bird. I'm scared of heights. <laughs> so you'd be a peacock. penguin. <laughs> why, did, why was that so hard for you to say? Peacock. <laughs> peacock. No, I'm not sexy enough to be a peacock. Oh my god, I'm flirty enough, but I'm not sexy enough. Oh okay, yeah. but you're sexy enough to be a penguin. Yes, definitely. All I do is waddle along. <laughs> they wouldn't be. It'll just be home from home. Absolutely. Although I'm, I have. This is a genuine thing. I have a phobia of having cold feet. Really? A really big like, part in my brain of thinking, do I want to go to university is, if the campus accommodation rooms are cold, I'm going to have cold feet. Really? Really. Can't you just buy that, those... Like, I have so many fluffy socks. Like, but when I'm New lying Zealand in bed... Goat, no, like, because socks. when I'm lying in bed, I have to take my socks off. I really enjoy the process of like taking them off with your feet. <laughs> do you not do that? Do you not do that? Uh, no, I watch Netflix. No, that, as I get into bed, I'm like, and then because I like really like washing my sheets and stuff. I just the feeling of when you just take your socks off and you've got like a really nice, warm but crisp, clean, nice smelling duvet. Oh, I agree with you that having a nice, fresh duvet is one of the best feelings. In yeah, the world. it really is. When you put your bed sheets on, you get into that. First I really night. need to change mine. I've been lint rolling my bottom sheet because I've been eating so much food in my bed recently. <laughs> It's so bad. It's it's um yeah. You should I I eat in my bed too though. Yeah, but I'm such a messy eater. Like you can go back and find the last five meals over the past couple of months of what I've been eating. If I die, they'll know why. Oh, there she goes again with the fast food. Oh, no. oh it's awful. Bless you. Uber Eats has been keeping me going recently. Um and obviously. Oh, and delivery. Uh, of, of, uh, and hungry house. Oh no, it doesn't exist anymore. Just um, oh, no. Just eat. Just eat. Ooh. They're all keeping Estelle in sustenance. They are. <laughs> Hi. Hello, everybody. It is that time again. Are you ready? <laughs> I am so excited. Well, just to keep a bit of structure and continuation, okay. one part of Estelle Tells is going to be a conspiracy theory. Ooh. Well, less of a conspiracy theory, more of Estelle's worried about the state of the world <laughs> and I think bad things are going to happen because of what I think this theory is. Okay. So it's just going to be a bit of a panic from me, really, and I want to know how you feel about it. But the other part that I'm going to start with is the story of one of the best and most memorable nights out that I've had as a university fresher. And I got kicked out of a very well-established London club. Uh-oh. But that was not the end of it. So, Uh-oh. Right, I'm settled in. I've okay, got, I've got good. my, I've got my water here. Good. I say my... crack a cup of tea, but I think I'm you saying, might melt. I'd melt it here. Your body temperature oh. should not go up anymore. I've got my slippers on. Oh god. I'm ready. 
So, freshers, London. Where else would you want to be? I'm 18, nearly 19, living my best life. Okay? A classic night out is we're on campus, we go to someone's flat, we have pre-drinks, we play games like Never Have I Ever, we love Cards Against Humanity, that's a great game. Did you play Sawspoon? Sawspoon! Sawspoon! Yeah, no, not that night. No, we played that game once, Keith, and you know how that went. Oh, yeah. We you, will never play it again. If you because, don't know how it went, listen to last week's podcast. Yeah, I mean... There was a gaggle of a certain... Goose. Goose. <laughs> Just the one. Okay, um, one. So, we were having prees. It was great. We went out, fairly intoxicated. Mm-hmm. We were going to, probably, without naming any, any names, the most famous gay club in London. I love it there. Got in there, having a great time. Party, party, party. <laughs> oh, this is... I'm, I'm telling a lie. We went somewhere else first. We went out for drinks somewhere in, like, Shoreditch or Hackney. We, I think we got free drinks because we won a game of bingo we didn't even know we were in. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't... Oh, I can't really describe... Basically, you order a drink and then they give you a number. We were like, okay, thinking we had to... It was like our cloakroom tag or something. <laughs> what did you win? Like cocktails and a oh. shot each. Oh my goodness. It was amazing. And we were with, so there was about six of us, but uh, everybody who had brought someone who was like three people, so the extra three people, they didn't drink or like they had to be up early or some, some silly excuse. So they were going to go home before we got to the next place. So basically, we got their drinks as well. So we were drunk getting there, but then once we continued, we were next level. Trolleyed. Three of us, me and two of my boyfriends, not my boyfriends. Well, I do have a couple of them. <laughs> but, yeah. but two of my mates. One in three people in London. Yeah. Still <laughs> we thought, no chance do we want the night to be over. So what do we do? We think, right, we want to. We are about 15 minutes walk from where we want to go to this okay. club. And we think, we want to get there now. How are we going to do it? I'm on a fork edge right now. I'm not going to lie to you. Okay, then we hear... Nt, 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 and we think, what's that? It's a rickshaw with big fat lights and banging music coming out of it. Okay. We think that is the transport option we want. <laughs> so on we get and we are screaming going down. We've got the music playing. Me, me and my friend, are set, we are screaming... Walking down the road Ooh. as loud as we can. <laughs> Literally, on the videos, are which so is the song that Jennifer Saunders sings in Ab Fab. Ab um, And there's, I've got videos of me literally shouting at people, saying, "Get out the way!" When they're nowhere near the road, and we'll we're put having those a great on our time. Instagram page. <laughs> yeah. Oh yes. Um, oh, it's so embarrassing. It's raining, but we don't care at all. Um, we get there. I'm going to say this is about quarter past twelve. We get in. Go straight to the cheesy room, obviously. Have a dance. Go crazy. The, about 15 minutes has passed. I turn my head and my friend is leaning over the bar and has grabbed the little soft drink draft thing. You know, when you press it, it's like a little remote and liquid comes out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. And he's got a cup and he's just leaning over the bar, pouring himself a bit of lemonade. Okay. Oh my goodness. We think, right, we've got two options now. <laughs> we either go over and quickly drag him off, or we pretend we're not with him. What did you do? We went and dragged him, but he didn't want to let go of the thing, so he broke the bar. Oh no! It came out, and water was going everywhere. Covered in lemonade. Yeah, he was, and the people behind the bar. And then, security lady comes over and says that's it, you're out, okay, Mm. you're probably thinking, God, it can't get worse, no, it can, oh no, we are outside, we've, oh, (laughs) I've just realised, no, we had been in there for about an hour, an hour and a half when this happened, we get outside, and we think, no, this isn't, this, this isn't what we want, we've just been kicked out, we're drama students, we said, we are gonna kick 
kick off. We're going to see how far we can push this. We're going to use an. We're going to use it as an acting exercise. Oh my god! So we start spieling all this, saying he's he needs sugar. He's <laughs> diabetic. He was asking to get liquid, and they were refusing him. He was going to die. And every single member of security came out and individually spoke to us. Then the stupid boy himself said, "Oh." The woman behind the bar said it was okay. There was no women working behind the bar. So they went to every bar and were calling up people on their shifts because we were saying we refuse to go home. We've... A point that I forgot to add. Rather than queuing up in the very long queue it is to get into this club, we strolled on down to the smoking area, took a look at the queue and thought, Nah. <laughs> and we went straight in. Oh my we goodness. In. We didn't pay. It's usually £14. Yes. Okay, at this time on a Saturday Are you night. sure you want to be admitting this on the yeah, podcast? Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Um, and so we got outside and I thought, I'm going to play the money card. And so we were like, you've just knocked out my friend of a club who would have died if he didn't get lemonade, which your bartender said that he could have. And now we're here. We've only been in there for 10 minutes. We've been in there for about two hours. Okay. And I said, I want my money back. Money that they had not taken from me anyway. Um, And so they were like, well, we can't do anything. We can't sort that out. I was like, well, who can? And she was like, well, uh, you can try at the like little box office ticket place. I said, okay, I will. So I stormed on down. I said, I said, excuse me, madam. You might remember me. You might not. She wouldn't have remembered me because we hadn't had an actual interaction prior to this because I didn't pay to get in. I said, I want my money back, please. The people upstairs said it was okay because we'd been kicked out for no reason and we're going to be let back in in a minute. But, oh no, what they said was, you can't come back in tonight because when someone's kicked out on their like, policies, they can't come back in. But they were basically, I think they were so bored of us, they were just trying to agree with some of the things we were saying. So I was like, oh yeah, we understand it's not fair, you've been let out, but if he's not really feeling well, go home, come back tomorrow. We were like, what, on a Sunday? We're not coming back on God's day. We want our money. We either want to be let back in now or get our money back. To cut a long story short, this went on for about half an hour. <laughs> I stormed to the box office and got a £7 refund for myself. Yay. So I made money. You made money I on made a night money out. That I night. mean, some people do make money on a night out, but it's not through. No, it's not through. <laughs> I don't do those Usually. Things, no, just asking someone for a drink. Excuse me. Can you buy me a drink? Oh. Sometimes it works. It's never not worked for me. It's happened a couple of times for me. That's nice. But then, obviously, when you receive the drink and then you just, like, swivel on your heels and walk away... No. That can annoy some people. The worst... I used to be awful for going out and getting multiple people, having interactions with a lot of people that I'm ashamed to admit, and then going... getting a drink with them and then running away to the toilet. There was one time I was in, I think it was, like, XOYO, I... I had to stay in the toilet for so long because I thought there's so many people outside that it's not safe. And then I got kicked out because I fell over, refused to go back in, so sat on a bench outside doing a Silla Black impression for about <laughs> three hours. Um, so, yeah, that's that story. You're listening to the Fork and Spoon podcast. It's Estelle Tales. Estelle Tales part two. Yeah. So this is where the panic sets in. Okay, because okay. I'm going to talk about why the hell are our phones listening to us? Oh my goodness. They okay. are so much. Literally, I, me and my friends have staged experiments to prove this. Like, so we started to notice it when, as a group, we'd all just be talking about things like, oh, maybe we should get a dog or maybe we should all get our eyelashes done or things like that you know things that could come up in normal conversation and then in the days following we're scrolling on instagram or on facebook and we start to see ads for the things that we've been talking about and we thought that's weird isn't it but oh it must be a coincidence but then i feel like a a population of people like on twitter start an uprising started of our phones are listening to us. So me and my friends thought, right, we're going to get them. And so we put my phone in a room, okay? We had 
we didn't clearly didn't have anything better to do this day at all because we just left it in there for about five hours and we went in there and we thought right what's the most random thing that we could say we were like we just went into this room and the only thing we said in there was i think we should go on holiday to zimbabwe <laughs> okay okay so we went in there about three times and said it and then left so that phone heard nothing else all day Apart from Zimbabwe. Apart from Zimbabwe. <laughs> the next day, we go, I look, I'm scrolling on my phone. And what's happened? I am flooded with ads, flights to Zimbabwe. You're kidding. No. Really? Really. Have you not noticed it? I mean, I only notice it because I go on, like, I'm, uh, I can't say that word. Yeah. <laughs> I go the on. The Amazon. A, yeah, I got the Amazon quite uh, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I go up the, the Nile. Uh, yeah, I go up the Amazon quite a lot, and um, yeah, so I always get ads from them saying, you know, yeah, well, come that, up the it's the again. whole cookies that come up there. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we just got cut off there because Keith's gondola got stuck going up the Nile. <laughs> going up the Amazon. My little going basket got Amazon. stuck going up the oh, Amazon. We had to collect in a one of those bag. little woven baskets. <laughs> anyway, we're back now. Um, so you must notice it because obviously with the whole, the recent, do you remember the, the contract about the cookies? Yeah. Started. <laughs> <laughs> When you go onto Estelle's a laughing because of my facial expression. When you go onto just a went, website huh? and it says accept cookies or manage. Oh, cookies! Yeah, not the technological food. cookies. Yes, rather than not, I will always not, accept cookies, especially if they're smarty cookies. Well, um, but because that's I feel like oat and raisin is my favourite. Oh, nice! I like anything from Subway or other sandwich shops. Um, when it, when you press accept, that's the stuff that means that it can see what you're looking at. And then suggest adverts on when you go onto other websites. Right, okay. So you're basically accepting it to accept to receive your information. Right, so okay, so what do you why do you think this is a bad thing? Because I mean, you could get cheap flights to Zimbabwe. Yes, out of this. But when it gets to the point that phones are listening to your that is like if your my phone was locked when I put it in that room. Okay, that is me not giving it any permission to be in association with my conversation. I'm not Googling it. I'm not asking Siri. Okay, that's like, that is my off phone time. What else is it going to be hearing what I'm doing? I mean, goodness exactly, me. That's what I mean. So, like, if it is hearing what you're doing, what other advertisements do you think you'll be receiving? <laughs> well, you never know. Might get a bit, bit of that VI poo stuff. <laughs> <laughs> And there are a lot of adverts for them, but that's just because it's taken over the world. It's really good. Yeah, yeah. I really recommend it. But um, no, as well, on Facebook, it started... Because you know now on the new iPhones, you have the facial recognition to log in to iPhones. Now, on Facebook, Facebook has been able to look at all photos of everybody you've ever tagged. And when you've put a photo up, it suggests tag like when you go to tag people it suggests the names yeah and it is bang on yeah like so let me tell you a story on sunday it was st patrick's day the best day of the year it was a very long day for me and a lot of alcohol was consumed but we're not getting into that because i'm gonna get a reputation for myself <laughs> on here. my friend said to me we were in a thai restaurant okay it's also a cocktail bar he works there and he goes i'm gonna be the first person to ever do rock the boat in here and we did it Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 it was amazing. Um, but there's photos. There's about thirty of us all sat on the floor, and some people right at the back. You can literally just see like their shoulder or, oh, or forehead, an earring. An earring. <laughs> and when we put that photo on Facebook, it suggested to tag. It got every single person, even if you couldn't see their full face. Wow. That. But imagine. The pick that your online persona that, that all of these sites are creating for you, they know where you're shopping, what you're buying, what you look like, where you've been, what you're doing, what your voice sounds like. Yeah. We're going to get cloned. And we do not need more than one of you. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Well, they definitely wouldn't fit in this booth. There'll be any chance that I'll ever, you know, find someone on my wavelength. But, oh, true. <laughs> but, um, Lovely. There you go. Conspiracy so, theory from if you, don't, if you don't know where I am, 
I've locked myself in a coffin underground or I've frozen myself with Walt Disney because I'm fed up of technology knowing everything about me. Oh. It's scary stuff. It's scary stuff here on the Fork and Spoon podcast. <laughs> Hello, here's Hello. the segment where I get Estelle to watch something and then she gives me her her responses. My honest opinion. Honest opinion. And this week, I thought your choice was interesting. Yeah. You tell me what it is and I asked you what it is about. I don't think you like it. I don't think... I, I'm getting a vibe in here. It's not that I don't the like it. The vibes are bouncing off the walls. Okay, so... Let me just reveal what it was first. It was Alfonso Cuaron's... One of his very first films, Children of Men, starring mm-hmm. Clive Owen... Alfonso Cuaron, obviously very famous now because he directed the film Roma, which did very well at the BAFTAs Roma. and the Oscars. Let's talk. Let's talk. So, well, I asked you what it was about. That's not words. I asked you what it was about. <laughs> a um, boot. What, uh, what it was about. And you told me. Nothing. And I, no, you did. You, t- you gave say? me a basic premise. Oh, very basic. Very though. basic. And I thought, right, dystopian. Yeah. I'm going to like it. Started watching it. I thought, this is a bit scary. Yeah, it is scary. Within about five minutes, I saw a woman holding her own arm because it had just been blown off. Yes. <laughs> she hadn't just I mean, I don't off. know why that's funny. But... <laughs> <laughs> but I can't do any gore or anything, so I thought, God, am I going to have to like be covering my eyes, skipping through? But then it carried on. Mm. was very upset that that woman died. What's her name? Yeah, we're not going to mention her. Well, the film's been out for a while. We can spoil yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, Julianne Moore. Because I adore her. Yes. I adore them all. So basic premise is 18 years ago, the whole of the world became infertile. There was no more babies born. And the film starts with um, the death of the youngest person in the world. Yes, who was 17, 18? 18. 18. So he's been murdered. Um and then Clive Owen's character is a bit of a drifter. The whole world seems to be in a complete state of depression. Mm. Um, and he goes... His ex-wife, sorry, is part of a resistant fo- resistance oh, fighters. Yeah. And they find a girl who is pregnant. And, he, and Clive Owen's character is then tasked with protecting her and getting her to meet up with an organisation that's going to look after her, but he has to get her to the coast to get on a boat yes that's basically the plot yeah what did you think i I did really like it to be honest the more that you've explained all the technicalities of it since watching it yeah the i hold it in much higher standing now okay but i think that's because i'm not it's not my genre really not my go-to kind of category of films Yeah, so one of the things that I really love about the film is there's a scene in it which is just a one-shot scene, but it goes on for six minutes. There's no cuts. It's a single camera sequence. It's amazing. What did you think? It was really interesting because it really felt like you were playing a video game. Like the the cameraman, you could feel his running steps, if you know what I mean. Like the camera was running up and down with him. It literally felt like you were like standing next to him like you were an ally to that main guy. And then the bit that you pointed out to me with, with the blood when I rewatched it. Mm, yeah, so what happens is someone is shot in the sequence and sort of a bit of blood goes onto the camera lens. Um, but obviously they couldn't stop it to, to sort that out. So it stays on there for the whole time. Mm. It just adds that extra layer of realism to it, I think. Oh, so much so. So much. Yeah. I really did like it. It took me a while to settle into it. Roughly how many teaspoons? Seven. Seven teaspoons out of ten. But that's because... I found it taxing and exhausting because it really scared me. But yeah. that's good. I want the films to do that to me. Yeah. So. Fantastic. There you go. There we go. So this gentleman's just come along and knocked on the studio on the cutlery drawers door. Cutlery drawer door. And said, are you a bit hot in there, guys? The and then we turn around, up. the window is completely mystified up. By, I doubt, I'm surprised he could even see us. So we said, yeah, we are a little bit hot. He went, well, there is a ventilation in here, oh. you know. And we were like, pardon? He went, now yeah. you tell us. We just have to flick the switch on the outside. So we've been complaining for a week I'm yeah, only just my hot. body temperature and, and there's cool. a switch on the roof that's going to turn a fan on thank god so this will be the last time that you ever hear us complain about being hot I mean 
I'm quite warm-bodied, so I'm not, sure, <laughs> I'm not sure how well it's going to do. It might take a couple of weeks for it to actually get to an average temperature. So He was like, yes, yeah, a bit like a sauna in there. We were like, we know! <laughs> Don't have to tell us! So the fork and spoon cutlery drawer is now ventilated! It's now got seasonal weather, which is nice. So next up, we have the best part, arguably, apart from everything that involves me. <laughs> geek, geek Chic. It's time for Keep Geek Chic. I've only got two things on my radar. Actually, three things on my radar this week. So yesterday it was announced that Bill and Ted, Keanu Reeves, Alex Winter are coming back for a new movie. Bill and Ted 3. 3. Absolutely. If you're not um, up to date with Bill and Ted, it's about two stoners, basically, that travel in a phone box. Not Doctor Who style, no. an actual phone box. Don't be confused. And they go on excellent adventures. So it was announced on Instagram yesterday that Keanu Reeves and Alex Winters are back as Bill and Ted. Bill and Ted. Amazing. Stranger Things trailer was released yesterday. Woo. Looks incredible. It does. I love the fact that it's all set in like a mall. So quick shop while you're defeating you? aliens. <laughs> exactly. You've got to pick up resources from somewhere, haven't you? Get some trainers. Absolutely. A nice Get a couple of. Top. Yeah. You never know how. Well, it was all be. set in the eighties, remember? So I'm probably in there buying some He-Man figures. Some, yeah, some speedos. <laughs> <laughs> and lastly, but definitely not least, and you might have heard in the uh, introduction to this episode that in two weeks' time. The new series of The Twilight Zone Ooh. is coming back. Presented by Jordan Peele, the director of Get Out. I think it should be directed by you. I would love to direct it. <laughs> I think you should be involved Zone. with your I live impression. in the blue Twilight Zone. <laughs> I think we're in the Twilight Zone in here. Yeah. Exactly. Well, <laughs> it's a Twilight Zone with ventilation. Thank God. <laughs> so we're fine. But um, yeah, Twilight Zone is coming back. If you haven't seen the trailer, check it out. It looks amazing. There was also a trailer released at the Super Bowl this year, which sent shivers down my spine. I'm a huge fan of the old series. Um, yeah, so please, please check out check the new out. season. So much to be excited about. I know, and the Twilight Zone, I'm so excited. Agony. Agony. It's time it's for agony, time. guys. It is time to mend your little teaspoon hearts. Oh, that's a really sweet image right there I for know. you. Live from the cutlery drawer, we're going to make sure. Our that wise, wise cutlery drawer is going to give out some information. We're going to make sure that you're fine. Yeah, I'm absolutely keep fine. You fine. So we've got two letters this week. Well, we've got a few, but some of them were like inappropriate for our podcast. Oh. I don't know how to deal with that, guys. Go and see a doctor. <laughs> that's all I'm going to say. Um, so, first one is, obviously, just to remind you, we don't read out that who wrote these letters because we are all about confidentiality. All about the confidentiality. So, if you do write into us with an agony letter, we will not t- say your name. No. Don't worry. You don't even need to put your name on it. So, um, I've just found out that my best friend had a relationship with a guy I'm seeing. <gasps> this is purely a coincidence... I feel weird because I want us to go and do things together, but I feel insecure about them being in the same room together. Oh, help me. I have had a similar experience. Okay. And the way I got over it was, if you're saying it's simply a coincidence, you just need to think about the different, like, periods of your life that you are now interacting with them and that they interacted with them. Because if you didn't even know each other there's no like no rules there about exactly. girl code or like guy code you know if you didn't even know that they were together in the first place <laughs> but um, if you didn't even know that they were together in the first place and you've only just found out and you're seeing him then that's the past and you shouldn't worry about the past no. because you know you can't be angry at either of them because you weren't involved at the time and therefore exactly. you have no right to be angry. And just angry. think about how much of a different person you were, how many moons ago it was that they were together. Yeah, and, and, and now, also feel how weird it is for them. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It oh, might yeah. be weird for you, yeah. but feel how weird it is for them. Yeah. Your best friend is probably walking on eggshells around yeah. you right now. Yeah, yeah. What I would do is go up to your best friend, give her a big hug and just say, I love you. 
I love you. I love you more than any other man. Uh, yes. So don't yeah. worry about it. And fries before guys. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I love fries before guys. That's my my advice. Next. Dear, dear what? Dear forking and spooning. Wow. <laughs> okay, oh, dear. I do love a dear forking and spooning. Dear forking and spooning. Okay, this is definitely for the agony section. <laughs> I've broken my leg. No! <laughs> too much spooning. <laughs> no, too much spooning. <laughs> and currently, and I'm currently bed bound for eight weeks. Oh. It's driving me mad. I do that without even breaking into it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm listening to a lot of podcasts, including yours. Thank Woo. you. But I'm starting to feel low and isolated Aww. can you cheer me up of course, of course we, we can. can right let me just tell you a story um two years ago i was cycling along and i was clipped by a car no and i broke my foot Keith. quite badly um and it took me it took a couple of weeks for me to have an operation had the operation then six weeks recovery so i feel your pain yes that's a long time what i would say is don't necessarily spend a lot of time listening to podcasts. Spend time, like, invite your friends yeah. around. Phone Face your friends time up. everybody. Absolutely. Try and get off maybe social media for a little while yeah. and be more sort of face-to-face, voice-to-voice. Yeah. Um, read. Yes. Join, read like, online forums and stuff. Like, like things about, like, your favourite books, your favourite bands. Like, get into those community things online. Like, and, and do you know what? Like, when I broke my foot... I was at a bit of a crossroads in my life. Right. And having that experience actually clarified what I wanted to do. Okay, so it's when a lot I of recover, time. I'm going to do this. Oh, that's really good. Yeah, so, set yourself aims. Yes. Don't think too much like, oh, if I wasn't um, like bed bound, I would be doing this. Think, right, well, I'm going to make up for it by get out day one, skydiving. Day two, <laughs> swimming with dolphins. <laughs> day three, discovering a new continent, you know? Day four, get. David Hasselhoff's signature. Exactly. Well, I mean, that's far less exciting. Yeah, but definitely. You got to keep your aims high, guys. Absolutely. Aim for the moon and you'll reach the stars. Um, <laughs> also, just a little piece of advice: if you're, I mean, it shouldn't be too much of a problem for you. But I broke my foot in the summer, and therefore, when I was recovering, I spent a lot of time sunbathing. Oh. But when I had my cast removed, my foot looked terrible oh no it looked like I, I can't even explain it looked like I'd spilt some white paint on my foot oh no <laughs> so what I was saying so to don't you, go for a sunbed is no, the advice don't go for a sunbed just yet wait for the cast to be removed yeah <laughs> and remember that we love you yeah we love and we're you here we'll for always you. cheer you up on the weekly absolutely da 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 I think Estelle was falling asleep. She looks like she could need a bi-latte. A bi-latte? I do need a bi-latte. Yeah. Extra... Do you know what I'm really getting into at the moment? Go on. Any coffee with coconut milk instead Ooh. of normal milk. My, I went to a vegan restaurant. Don't ask me why. Um, and <laughs> my friend was I'm like... I'm the only vegetarian Vegetarian. Here. Well, I'm not a vegan. <laughs> no. In my not. spare time. But that's fine. Absolute respect. I just couldn't do it. I tried it for a while for just... Just to try and be a bit more healthy, but I'm too dependent on my dairy. That's what it is. I could definitely go meat free. It could be a vegetarian. But, but coconut it, milk is like. Is, oh is my like god! I had it with a mocha, and it was, it was like I'd gone from Samsung to Apple. Like, oh, <laughs> we're so getting sued. <laughs> It's time for Shat in a Hat. hat. Did, Did you? you? No, I didn't. I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't do that. I think you I'm would. a gentleman. Just right. About. So um, this week we've already pre-selected a subject we to talk have, about because it's very important. It's very important to us, and it connects with our current uh, current competition. Absolutely. What? what? Current competition. What a segue. So. Okay. Uh, it's not to win a Segway. No, <laughs> a Segway up for grabs. I found out my friend used to be a Segway instructor. How random. Oh, my goodness. She said, on average, the instructors fall off five times a day. You'd, you'd expect a bit more from an instructor, sure. wouldn't you? They're dangerous. They're dangerous modes of travel. Very. Anyway. But that's why you can't win one. But if you did win our competition, 
which the prize is two tickets to the cinema. You could definitely use a segue to get there. <laughs> Absolutely, we're Why not, not counting that out. We no. just won't provide it. No, we just can't. We, we haven't got uh, the insurance. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we haven't got any liability. So, no. um, yeah. So, what we're going to be talking about this week links to our competition. We're going to be talking about knife crime. It's yes. all part of our initiative, Fork and Spoon podcast. No, no knives, knives required. required. So, um, yeah, knife crime is on a huge rise in London, the Massive. UK, and Massive. across the world. So uh, common now. I live in East London, and I was recently doing some research into it. And within communities, it is common for over 40% of children under the age of 18 to be carrying a weapon. That's ridiculous. I know. Now, don't think that we are naive enough not to realise that a lot of young people carry knives as protection. Yes. Not because they want to use them against somebody. But if you're carrying a knife, you're putting yourself at immediate risk. You are. Because... And if you're uh, as a family and as a culture, you're endorsing that that is the normal and necessary thing yes london and anywhere else can be a scary place especially if you're a minor but we don't think that the immediate response to danger should be that kind of violence absolutely guys. not so we are starting an awareness awareness campaign mm-hmm. fork and spoon podcast no, no knives, knives required, required. Um, it's very important to us that we get the message out there. It's one of the reasons why we started the podcast in the, in the first place mm-hmm. was to t- tackle some issues yeah. and be real about them. And um, I think that the government needs to wake up and realise that there are some things that they could be doing more yeah. to help this situation. Mm-hmm. There are countries even as close to us as Scotland that have had a, a very high decrease in. That's high decrease. That's but not even a very a thing. high decrease. A very, high. A very low. Increase. Have a, <laughs> they've had a huge drop yeah. in knife crime in Scotland due um, to initiatives that the government have imp- implemented. So why aren't we talking to these countries? Why aren't we learning from them? Listen, government. Forget about breakfast for one minute. <laughs> Absolutely, Theresa May's managed to do it. I don't know anybody that eats breakfast with a knife. Exactly. So exactly. You need all to... you need it is for spreading, and we're trying to spread the love. So exactly, love that. Thank you so much. Listen, government, you need to make sure that you are doing everything you can. Put more police onto the streets. Be put people into education. Yes. Talk to kids at school. It's so educate so important. Them. Have community centres where uh, have martial arts classes more available stop making these after school clubs be so elitist get everybody involved get everybody safe stop making young children think that they need to protect themselves and adhere to the gang culture that surrounds them because of the stereotype that the government are creating thank you thank you and that is the fork and spoon podcast view remember if you hashtag fork and spoon podcast N-K-R, no knives required, Mm -hmm. then, um, and send us a picture of a fapoon. We forgot that bit. Well, I mean, how could we? Okay, (laughs) so all you need to do to enter the competition is send a picture of a fapoon, which is a spork, I hate that word, um, which is a a spork and spoon combined. Yes. Send a picture on Instagram, Facebook, or... Twitter with the hashtag Fork and Spoon Podcast NKR, and you could have a chance of winning two cinema tickets to a film of your choice. Hashtag Avengers Endgame. Hashtag <laughs> whatever you want. Yeah. We assume nothing. Yes. Enjoy. And we will even throw in some popcorn. Maybe. Yeah. We'll see. Am I alone looking at that time? <laughs> Guys, that's we're done. The, we are. We're finished. That's the end of the Fork and Spoon podcast episode, episode two. two. What a sequel! What a sequel! A lot of people say sequel can't beat the first, but, but hopefully we changed your mind. Absolutely. Do you know what I love in the Muppets movie number two is when they say um, they're singing the song at the beginning. They're like, and everyone knows a sequel is never quite as good as the first. 
And we know that it's not going to be as good as the first, but we hope you enjoy it. That was us today. Yeah, that was it. We have done our sequel. Um, I know in last week's podcast I said that I would be reviewing Jordan Peele's Us this week oh yes but it's not been released yet we've just been too excited and we've come up back with a bang on another podcast so. absolutely but I will be reviewing Us next week on the podcast Estelle have you got any treats that you can like you know oh tell you us know me now? Keith I keep everything up my sleeve <laughs> of my short sleeve skirt sure, <laughs> oh, oh my all word all will be revealed Yes. All be revealed next week in the Fork and Spoon, Spoon podcast. podcast. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and <coughs> Twitter. Love it. Bye, little teaspoons. Bye. Have a lovely rest in your cutlery drawer until next time. get out of it now again oh god not, well i mean I'll, I'll i'm actually quite sad to leave the ventilation behind i'm not there's more out here mate <laughs> it's called oxygen it's called normal air i've got my mobile device as well oh, no. i'm just I'm, I'm just gonna let it go i'm not crawling <laughs> around i'll never get out call a landline <laughs>